Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Time to switch from the scheduled game to the OTAs from around the league. Never miss a beat from Berea and beyond with it with the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland crew of Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskins. Get two fresh episodes every week at 923thefan.com and the Odyssey app. Brought to you locally by Smiley One Heating and Cooling and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes. Earl of Pearl right back with you right here on 92.3 The Fan. Enjoying being with you all this morning. So pretty excited for my next guest. I call him the legend. He's retired Fox 8 sports analyst John Tellich. Joining me right now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. John, you know, I tell people all the time, it is four <laughs> staples in the city of Cleveland. It is Polish boys, corned beef, the late Dick Goddard, and you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Earl, that's very nice of you to say. I, I know half of it was, half of your tongue was in your cheek, but I, I, I love you for it and I appreciate it. And all the best to you as you keep plowing forward, pushing your way towards being one of the top media folks. That's what you got to do. Just keep grinding, right, man? That's right. Keep grinding, man. I appreciate, you know, every time that you reach out to me, all your input and feedback, man, it means everything to me. I didn't have cable TV growing up, and so when I wanted my sports report, I turned you on, man. My mother used to let me stay up to, to make sure I can watch you. So, Wow, that that's wild. And when I started at Channel 8 in 1980, it was such a different landscape, and that's why I always – try to put myself in the shoes of the young folks that are trying to make it in the business. It's a much more cluttered media landscape nowadays. There's so many more things that are vying for the sports fans' attention. I mean, when I started, there were just three TV stations and the 6 and the 11 o'clock news. And if you wanted to know what happened that day in sports, you kind of were held hostage in the sense that you had to watch the news, you know? Yeah. And then now, now you know, you can get it all on your phone. So I'm always... Uh, aware of the challenges that young people have in the business. So just keep grinding, my man. I absolutely will. How's the podcast coming? It's going great. Thanks for uh, letting me mention it. It's uh, Tellich Talks, and I really enjoy uh, some of the guests I've had. Uh, In fact, one that's really poignant for today, it being Memorial Day. And, you know, a lot of people understand that, you know, their uh, soldiers have been taking their own lives uh, at an alarming rate. And, it's not just the soldiers. It is uh, men and women that have just basically, some haven't even been deployed overseas or served, you know, uh, in other foreign lands, if you will. But it's just leaving the military and the challenges that 
that uh, entail that. And so I spoke with Babe Kwasniak. You know, he's the basketball coach at Cornerstone mm-hmm. uh, Christian Academy. He's had his own challenges. He was a captain in the Army. He is a civilian aide in Ohio for the uh, Secretary of the Army. And he comes in contact with soldiers all the time and, and servicemen and women who are having tough times day in and day out. So today, think of those that, you know, gave their lives the ultimate sacrifice to make our country what it is. But there's also those that just the stresses uh, of serving in the military took the ultimate toll as well. So, um, you know, I always give a shout out to those that are serving our country. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have some family members who served and, you know, once they came home, uh, yeah. they, they they are dealing with some tough times. They've gotten a little better, but I know how it is to have people that you love sure. come home from the military and, and they're struggling mentally. They're struggling emotionally. Uh, my yep. dad, when he was alive, you know, he served. Um, he was a veteran. He always made sure that me and my brother understood the importance of Veterans Day and Memorial Day. And to exactly. It, it, exactly. Yeah, Where to, did your dad serve? Uh, he served Earl? in the U.S. Army. In the Army. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Honolulu. And, oh, wow. So he was far, far away and, you know, seeing what the world is like up close and personal. And just imagine, you know, a, a young person leaving Ohio or wherever they're from. And now they're deposited in another area of the world with these like-minded individuals with them. And then they leave that. And there's a lot of mental uh, issues that come to play after they are no longer uh, serving with their fellow uh, soldiers and service people. And uh, it's a lot of pressure on it day in and day out for them. So my heart goes out to those families that have individuals who had a tough time after serving and uh, may have uh, just thought there was no other way out. There's, you know, and that's what Babe Kwasniak, you know, he was at that point where he, he felt, you know, his best solution was to try to take his own life. And luckily uh, it did not, uh, you know, come to fruition. He's gone on to be, you know, a tremendous coach. He's always has been, and he can continue to try to impact other lives uh, on the other side. And, and just doing an interview about his, his feelings and, and what he was going through, he's gotten tons of emails from people saying, uh, this has impacted me. I think about this day in and day out, and thank you for speaking out on it. So if you get a chance to listen to it, it's on all the platforms, the Tellage Talks. Thanks, sir. I appreciate you. Oh, absolutely, you, uh, absolutely. I, talk about I appreciate you. So, John, I started off my show today talking about DeAndre Hopkins and the state of yep. the Browns wide receiver room. And I believe that on paper there's a lot of potential there. But yep. I feel like the only sure thing we have is Amari Cooper. And so for that right. reason, I believe that the Cleveland Browns, since he's open to coming to Cleveland, they should do everything they, they can to, to sign DeAndre Hopkins. What do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, I would. I understand that maybe they're not a front runner for it. Of course, that's what some of the media speculation seems to be at the moment. But I would kick all the tires and check out all the possible possible ramifications of trying to bring uh, someone like him onto your roster. I mean, the days of being Earl, the champions of the salary cap Olympics, if you will. I mean, what's the good of that, right? If you're the, we'll have all the years we would hear, oh, the Browns have the most salary cap space. So that's great. And how good are the Browns? Save for 2020, they haven't been in the playoffs in forever. So, I would explore all options and what D hop can do. I think you earlier had someone uh, gentleman down in Canton saying, you know, the, the applications of what he would bring in practice, 
how that would help transfer to Sundays, it's a valid point. So absolutely, go for it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of fans, they, they care too much about the salary cap. I mean, did, you talk about capitalizing on the Super Bowl window as of right now and this year being so crucial for the Cleveland Browns, and we're talking about adding depth at other positions. As you look right. at the running back room, uh, do you yeah. trust Jerome Ford being Nick Chubb's number two, or should they explore other options there as well? Well, I, I you know, I've always been a Kareem Hunt fan having covered Kareem at Willoughby South and knowing the young man and what he's uh, made of and what he's gone through and his talent talent still being what it is. I was just sad to me that they, you know, couldn't work anything out or just went in that different direction and want to focus on Jerome. I'm excited about his potential, but that's right now all we can say, Earl, is he's got great potential. And uh, I think they'll use Nick a little differently this year. Uh, the offense is going to change. I believe that uh, down in my heart. Uh, but when you have someone like Jerome Ford, that's, it's still question marks about how well he can, he can perform. So you pray that you use Nick as much as you can. Nick remains usually uh, injury-free, and he can be the, you know, the man that carries the load day in and day out for the Cleveland Browns because since the great Jim Brown, rest in peace, there has really been maybe Kevin Mack, uh, not many people have come close to what Jim Brown brought to the fore. And I would say Nick Chubb brings the closest to what JB did. And so um, you just hope that you've got Nick Chubb, you know, fronting the load for you as much as possible. And yes, you get to see Jerome Ford, but still your focus is this incredible player that you have in Nick. John, today is the 29th of May, and the Cleveland Guardians record stand at 23-29. and 29. Of wow. course, they have a game later on today, but their record, uh, I, I looked it up, their record to date as of last year was 19-24. and 24. Do you think the Guardians can turn this thing around? You know, I'm really starting to worry about that, Earl. I just, I, I, I haven't seen, I know they strung a bu- they had a bunch of hits uh, yesterday, and what they haven't really been doing is stringing those together, and uh, that's been their biggest problem. I think a couple of things may help them as they move forward. First of all, number one, they're in the division they're in, so you can't say here on near the end of May that it's over for 2023. So they still have the opportunity to win their division. They're probably going to have to win the division because uh, they're so far down in the in the wild card situation, as it were. So that's got a, uh, you know, that's, that's a good sign for them. And uh, these young pitchers that they uh, have brought up and primarily Bybee, I think he's really the best of the bunch, but you know, Logan, so great things. Uh, even, uh, you know, they had bat and field for a while, but then, you know, he's, he's in have, you know, he's going to take another run at getting back to the majors, but that might be a little while. Uh, so they have that going for them. Tristan's going to be coming back relatively soon. Uh, and so you can feel good about that. And what what you also would hang your hat on is that even though he's leading the majors in saves, he's had, you know, a bunch of blown save opportunities in uh, Class A. But you figure that he's trying to, and it's at the point where he's kind of figured things out and uh, will have more of an upward curve on his, abilities going forward Karen Shaq I don't know what you do about him he just seems you know he's just been too too uh generous giving up the long ball 
You know, John, you, you've covered sports in the city of Cleveland for a very long time. I know that you've had a stellar career. And on Twitter, maybe a couple weeks ago, I seen you quote tweet a list. And the, mm-hmm. list, <laughs> the list was uh, the best, 10 best Cleveland athletes uh, yeah. without exp- yeah. explanations. And I agree with you. They left some, some pretty prominent names off that list. To yeah. you, two-part question here. Who do you okay. think the best athlete in Cleveland sports history is? And then who was your favorite athlete to cover here in Cleveland? Well, uh, first of all, I think they all, you know, when anytime chat G, GP or whatever they call that AI uh, app gets involved in making lists for best athletes or worst athletes, you can just take it with a grain of salt because there was one list that was saying like the worst Cleveland athletes in the past, you know, in history. And they had like Tim Couch as number two. And I thought, no, that's, that's not fair to the young man. I mean, he had his, he had some issues. He was thrown into the fire, but he was a quarterback on a team that actually made the playoffs. So, you know, I w- wouldn't go that far. So you get back to, you know, athletes that I've covered. My favorite athlete growing up, there were two of them. It was uh, Rocky Calavito and Jim Brown. And, you know, Jim Brown's the greatest, uh, uh, I think, of all time in his sport. The greatest Cleveland athlete, I would say, would be the uh, Jesse Owens. I mean, Jesse Owens – and LeBron is the greatest Akron athlete. Let's be very clear about that. You know, the greatest Cleveland athlete from here, born and raised, I would go with Jesse Owens. The greatest athlete to play in the city, I would go with LeBron James, uh, what he has done in his career, being that Akron kid. Uh, but Jim Brown, for me, was, you know, he was so clear-cut better than everybody else in his era, and you could drop him down in any time, any space in the sports uh, uh, millennial, if you will, millennium, if you will, and he would still be the best of the bunch. So Jim Brown's the best that played sports in Cleveland, Ohio, in my estimation. I wish, you know, I did see him in the, the championship game. I was at that, at the stadium. I was 11 years of age with my father and my, my brother, and that's my greatest sports memory as a fan, if you will, and then my best sports memory as a journalist, uh, here in Cleveland would be uh, being there in 2016 at Oracle Arena and covering LeBron and the guys uh, winning the championship. But my best overall uh, career highlight would be uh, being in Lake Placid in 1980 and seeing the miracle on ice. I mean, that was that was as great as it gets because of the ramifications that it had both as a sports uh, final score and what it did for society and relations between countries uh usa beating the russians that that didn't get any bigger than that yeah i remember i think they were retiring his jersey it was the thursday night game against the buffalo bills uh and i remember just seeing jim brown in the building there and that was real special to me i think my favorite memory you know as we talk about jim brown and lebron james uh, you know where they had the the stage set up at for the championship parade. At that yep. time, I was working at the Justice Center, which is right across the street. And I remember right. instead of just walking around for the parade, I kind of set myself up at the front <laughs> of the stage. I didn't want to lose that prime time <laughs> real estate right there. And that was it, the spot. Yeah, and the coolest moment that I will never forget is watching Jim Brown hand LeBron James the Larry O'Brien Trophy. 
Yeah, I don't know who got there's there's a photo that's been around. I know Daryl Ryder uh, shot some great shots that day. I'm not sure if he took it, um, but the photos of the two of them together that's as good as it gets when you get the preeminent you know top one or two players in his sport standing on stage with the greatest football player ever in my estimation who did both of them brought titles to this town I don't think it gets any better than that and you know it's crazy I've got in my office at home I have photos of like myself after a game interviewing LeBron or myself with Clay Matthews or myself with uh, Simone Biles, you know, uh, photos of me throughout the years. And I wish I had a photo of myself with, with Jim Brown. Um, that would make my wall complete because he, he really was the epitome of the, the greatest. And in my estimation, I did interview uh, Muhammad Ali, but I was only 24 uh, and I was working in Buffalo, New York at the time, and that was a phenomenal experience, but I really have no literal, there's not even a videotape of it, but I do have that memory of actually getting a chance to talk to the greatest, who was certainly one of the most iconic sports figures in the last 100 years, by far. Real quick, John, we got 60 seconds left, man, and I sure. just got to ask you this because it is the holiday are you are you barbecuing for the holiday, or are you are you attending the cookout? I am uh, just a hot dogs and hamburgers guy. Small family gathering at the house. Enjoy the folks, and it's a big tradition for my family. Back when my folks were alive, you know, I, I still live in Euclid. I grew up. I was raised here, and except for college and working in other cities, I've always lived in Euclid. So we'll go to the Euclid parade at ten ten this morning. And then we'll have some family members over. But it's just hot dogs and hamburgers and brats on the grill. Nothing special. I don't have many more skills than that. Just throw the burgers on and and fire them up and throw some cheese on and you're done. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, listen, John, uh, I hope this is the first of many opportunities that I get to speak with you. Like I said, man, nothing but love for you. You're a legend. Thank you so much for taking time out of your holiday to spend it with me. Go enjoy your family, man. All right, man. You have a great day, Earl. Keep doing a great job, my man. I appreciate you. That is John Tellich on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Great interview. Let's go to my man Jake for a 2020 update. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.